Greetings and welcome to another episode of the We Are Radicals podcast, where we explore how to become radical followers of Christ and display and show the attributes he showed during his earthly ministry. Today we're going to be talking about a music artist that I like to listen to quite frequently and one that I think is important as we go forward in explaining how we deal with our thoughts and feelings to younger people, especially our children and especially the people who may need help in their lives and may turn to music for that help. So I hope you enjoyed this episode of the We Are Radicals podcast. Let's dive right in. Today we're actually going to be talking about a music artist named NF. Um, He actually is releasing an album today if you're listening to the air of the podcast on its original release date and it's coming out tonight at 12 Eastern. So central time here, it'll be 11 p.m. I'm actually going to stay up and listen to the whole album when it drops. NF is one of those artists that you have to listen to the entire album um, together because it's just such a work of art in the sense that his albums are very much like him telling a story. They're very cinematic, they're very deep, and they're very, um, they're just pretty interconnected. If I look at the albums, I can usually pick up the theme, and I usually can understand where he's coming from when he writes the album, and it's very much him telling a story. That's one of the reasons I like him a lot, um, besides the fact of his depth and his lyricism, but uh, his album, The Search, drops tonight, so I'm going to be listening to that, and that's really why I wanted to do this episode today. I've had this episode idea on my list for about a few weeks now, but I wanted to do this episode just because the album's dropping. It'll align pretty well with what he's doing, and I just wanted to also give him a quick shout out to um, all of the people who listen to the podcast. If you haven't listened to him, you're behind. You got to go check out the music. Um, I know a lot of people might not connect with his music, but I can guarantee that you know someone who will, and just by being familiar or just by being able to connect with them in that way will be a positive thing in your relationship. So I want to start by giving you a little bit of background on NF, his style, his history, just because I think that'll give us a better understanding of our conversation and our approach to hearing him. As I said before, he's a very deep and emotional rapper. He doesn't really write about too many things outside of things going on in his personal life, and that's something I really like, because I th- and I think that's something a lot of people like, because his music is so easily um, able to be connected with by millions of people across the world. He's really the most underrated artist in the hip-hop genre. He doesn't consider himself to be a Christian artist, even though he's explicitly Christian, he's explicitly... Um, promoting like things about biblical truths in his music but he really um he's not a part of the christian music industry he early on in his career toured with some christian people he went on some christian promotions and did some other things he's on a technical technically he's on a christian label but really he hasn't really associated with the christian music industry as much in the past three years since he's dropped his very first album And I think that that's kind of interesting. And when I look at how the hip hop industry is moving, he's on the outskirts of it. And he actually talks about that in some of his music. But the majority of his fan base is actually not necessarily Christian, which I think is really cool that he has impact outside of the Christian genre, which is what a lot of Christian rappers have been trying to do. But they haven't necessarily been able to fully achieve that non-Christian status. Whereas NF has had a, he has a very dark tone in his music and a lot of people criticize him for that. But I think that's also been a 
way that he's able to connect with people outside of the Christian music industry. And so that's a little bit about him. He had he grew up Christian. He actually um, grew up rapping just at small events, handing out his demos to people. He writes about that in his music a lot. Um, he really didn't have much success until he was able to get signed um, by his current record label, Capital Music. And so he writes about that kind of experience a lot. He has a lot of family issues. He writes about that as well. And all of these issues that are in his life, all these issues that he's had, his personal doubts, his personal failures, that's what makes up a majority of his music. And I think that's why so many people gravitate towards him. If you look at his fan base, NF has one of the craziest fan bases around just because all of these people that are in his fan base connect with him on a personal level. And he understands that. He's actually written about, like, you don't know my name, but you know, like, he says a line very similar to that. Um, I think it was in his second album. And we never met before, but you know exactly who I am. And he understands that the music he writes isn't just, it is personally relieving for him to share the experience, to share the pain, shares the worries that go on in his mind. But ultimately, he knows that by doing this, he's actually sharing his message with people who actually feel the same as him. And so I want to transition kind of into this next segment, talking about the Christian response to music like NF. And if you've never listened to NF, I suggest that you go and listen to his first album. And it's going to sound very different than what's going to come out from tonight, because um, I just know that, and I, as, as I've listened to him, I actually started listening to NF after, right after he released his first album in 2014 or 2015, I believe. I think it was 2014. No, 2014, I think, was his EP, regardless of the date. Um, I started listening to him right after the first album dropped. And I can tell even now that the experience that he's gotten in the past four years, the progression that he's had in the last four years is crazy. But to look at the level and the quality of his first album is pretty impressive because even though he's grown so much, his first album was a tremendous place to start. And so let's move into that. If you haven't listened to it, I suggest that you listen to his music chronologically because the story progresses even from album to album. I said in the beginning that his you need to listen to his albums together, but you need to listen album to album as well. Don't jump around. Don't listen to the new music first because he uses a lot of allusions and a lot of references to older music. So I always suggest to people who have not listened to him to go back and listen to his first few albums in chronological order before listening to the new music. Most of his new music is the popular things now, but you have to understand an artist from the very beginning. And if you look at NF, you'll definitely see the progression and you'll definitely see his mind as it grows because he starts out in this place and I think every album after the first album, which is called Mansion, where he talks about how he lives his life locked in a mansion and his mind pretty much controls everything he does, that concept is really the basis for the majority of his music. So after you've listened to it, um, you'll probably recognize that there's a few key themes. The first being that he just talks about pain and suffering and things he's dealing with quite frequently in his music. Second, there's obviously that moody, dark undertone to a lot of his music that um, we're going to talk about here in the next segment as well, which is one of the big criticisms and why a lot of people don't necessarily like his music. And then third, 
is just that he is very real in his music. He doesn't really talk about things that don't matter. He always has a purpose or a message behind why he's talking. NF is an incredibly intentional rapper. Almost everything he says has a purpose and a place for being there. So let's move on to the Christian response to an artist like NF. For the most part, many of the people who I know really enjoy NF, and a lot of them are Christians. I know that a lot of them deal with some of the same issues that he has, and it's very comforting for them to have a musical artist identify with a lot of the issues that they may be struggling with as well. But I also have heard many stories about people who um, reject NF just because of a couple of the issues. Either they think his music is too dark, or he's just not a part of the Christian music industry, so they kind of write him off as a secular artist, and a lot of people just don't listen to secular music. I kind of want to address the two issues there because I think that that is a huge misservice to a lot of people who may be able to identify with his music, and it may be able to help them in some way by listening to him. So we're going to talk about the first issue, which is just that some people may think his music is just too dark and moody. But I want to bring to some of those people's attention is that while it is dark and moody and it is very much a negative feel sometimes, we have to realize that in our lives that is the reality of certain times and certain periods in our life. We have to understand that a lot of people deal with issues that make them feel like they're in a very dark and a very alone or very scared place. And so I think that when we have a musical artist such as NF who deals with some of those things and who's very open and vulnerable about some of those things, it's really important that we we don't just write those people off or we don't write that type of music off, but that we explain what that kind of music is meant for. And it's meant for showing people that one, there are other people dealing with issues like this. And it's also meant to help encourage and show like there's life outside of this as well. I know personally in my generation, which I'm in the middle of millennials and Gen Z, so this is generally more towards Gen Z, but the depression, anxiety, suicide percentages are astronomically higher in my generations than the generations before me. So I know that his audiences are increasingly popular with younger people. And I think that's just because more people in my demographic, more people in my generation deal with these issues that he faces. He's a 27, 28-year-old guy who deals with depression, deals with anxiety, deals with a lot of issues like those. And I think that that's incredibly popular in the younger generations and that's why you see the majority of his fan base being millennials, Gen Z, um people in those age groups and in that generation. And so I think it's incredibly important that we understand that just because his music is dark, um, you have to look at the lyricism in it as well. And you have to see the progression because his new music is actually revealing a somewhat different side of NF. And I, that's why I'm really excited for tonight. And I'm super um, excited to see what this progression could lead to lyrically. That's one of my big things is I love lyrically deep music. So, um, I tell people this all the time. I would give up a sick beat for a lyricist to write a crazy verse. Any day, I would give up the crazy like beat just to hear someone write a sick verse. 
And so that's what I tell people. Music for me is much more about the lyricism and the impact behind what someone's writing rather than just listening to a musically great piece. That always helps. And obviously, music can't be good if the sound and music is really bad. But I think what connects to people more than beats or more than an amazing melody is something that you can actually feel and understand. And that comes with the lyricism. So going back to the moody and darkness that people complain about, I think that we're actually going to begin to see a different version of NF just from my analysis of some of the new things that he's putting out. And I don't think we're going to completely strive or walk away, I guess, from the dark, moody tones that he has, because I think that's his, like, that's his signature sound. But I do think we're going to see in his lyricism some tendencies changing, some mindsets changing on how he approaches his life. And I think if you look at the new music videos that he's putting out, I think one of the big themes is change in his life. And I think after listening to Therapy Session, which was his second album, that was kind of evident that he's working through issues. But regardless, the moody tones of his music and the dark kind of feel of his music should not be a turnoff for Christian listeners, simply because all Christians deal with darkness in their life. And a lot of people, increasingly young people, are dealing with the exact same issues that he's dealing with and are feeling that they are they themselves are in that dark place that they themselves feel the exact same things that he's feeling and that's why we can't automatically write enough just for being dark or moody I, i've heard actually stories of youth pastors who refuse to play nf's music at their events or at their youth services just because they think his music is too dark and my question to them would be just and not just strictly to them but my question is if we're only allowing children to listen to music from the contemporary christian genre like super like happy like positive music um or worship music and that's all we expose our children to and that's all they know how are they going to feel when those times where they are feeling like they're in a dark place come because in some situations that Christian music may help and it may give them hope but at the same time if they all they hear about is the good things in Christianity and they have no exposure to what it's like to feel alone or to feel desperate or to feel in despair and they have no understanding of that what happens when their teenagers in that time comes and what happens when we say oh don't feel that way just sing positive music all the time when we begin to share that narrative with young people, they begin to reject that narrative because that's not what they're feeling. Even if that's the truth, even if that's hope, even if that's good things that they should be considering, they're going to reject that narrative just because that's not what's going on in their lives right now. So to have someone who's positive, who doesn't curse, who doesn't do any of the things that evangelicals or Christians want their artists to do, he's really just sharing how he feels and he even sprinkles God in, in different situations. And he actually does it in a way that secular, like people outside the Christian bubble respond to, which is what Christians ultimately want in a Christian artist is to 
invest and to share positive message positive messages with Christians as well as having impact in the world. Isn't that the whole point of a Christian being an artist? It's not just to appeal to one group of Christians, but also to have an impact that works outside of their target audience. I think that's what we ultimately want in an artist. So we have to not just play safe Christian music to our children. And I'm not saying, I'm not, I'm absolutely not saying just allow your children to listen to whatever, because there's obviously a lot of bad music and a lot of just trash out there. But NF is not that, I can guarantee you. Because what he's doing is he's relating to people who have real issues. And I think the last number that I looked at was approximately, don't hold me soundly to this because I'm not absolutely sure. And I should have probably looked it up before I did the podcast. But I think about 60% of kids under 18 deal with some sort of anxiety, depression, some sort of hurt that affects them mentally or affects their psyche. And so this is an increasingly popular, and it's affecting possibly the majority of students in high school and middle school. And so if that's the case, why would we tell them not to listen to the things that they're identifying with? Not to listen to the people that are sharing messages about the issues that they're dealing with and only steering them in a message of positivity. So I think this all goes to say is we cannot write off NF just for sounding moody or dark because ultimately he's showing a message that people deal with in their lives and ultimately he's showing them that he is growing. I think that's the trend that we're seeing in his music, that he's growing and that they can identify not just with the pain and the suffering or the uh, depression or the anxiety, but they can also hopefully identify with the change that he's portraying. And I'm hoping that we're really going to see in this next album. We'll cross our fingers and see if that's the case. But we also can see that he is he's living a life that he's trying to balance his career, his anxiety and now his marriage. And so I think he's ultimately a pretty, like, he's, he's not, I'm not going to say he's a good role model and that you should model your life after his life, but I think he displays tendencies that are good for our youth to see, that he's trying to change, that he's moving with his life. He's not just sitting in the place of hurt and self-pity, but he's actually trying to better his life. And so I think that while, like, some of his tendencies we may not want to model, we can see how he's approaching those tendencies to be something relatively good that we can try to model in our own lives, especially for youth that are feeling like they identify with a lot of the pain, suffering, anxiety, depression, darkness that he is dealing with as well. So now let's move on to the second response to people who would say that we shouldn't listen to NF just because he's not a part of the Christian music industry. And my response to that is, Actually, if we first look at one of the quotes, he says, just like you wouldn't say I'm a Christian plumber, I'm just a plumber, most people wouldn't identify with Christian as their job. They just live their life and show people Christ in their everyday actions. And I understand his point, and I kind of like his point. At the same time, I'm explicitly Christian. Um, that's my number one identifier. So I wouldn't, like, I'm going into ministry, obviously, so that's kind of different. So I wouldn't say, like, I'm a Christian pastor, because most people would just assume that if I'm a pastor, I'm going to be a Christian, um, just because that's obviously the term that we associate with. But regardless, I understand his point being that he doesn't have to explicitly state it um, in his music, and I think that he does a good job of weaving it in. Now, personally, I would wish he talked about it a little bit more, but I think it's cool that he uses it as a platform 
and he uses it. And some people would come back and say, well, he doesn't use his platform enough. But I think that we have to just recognize that he does what he does and he does it in such a way that it's so open to people embracing it that they embrace it before they know what it is. And they see the music and they listen to the music and they say, I really like this. And then later on, that may be the initial seed that lets them in to being open to things of Christ and things of Jesus. And so while I would, I personally would like to hear more spirituality mixed in, um, I think he does do it and he does it in a way that it's so like he's it's so almost so unnoticeable that people like embrace it and they're like, oh, that's a really good message. But they don't even realize what they're saying is a really good message. And so then when they may hear the gospel or they may hear more about this man named Jesus, they'll be like, wait a minute. They may start to piece those picture, the, those pieces of the puzzle together and figure it out in their own mind. So while I do wish that like he was a little bit more explicit about um, the God in his life. I mean, I can't really fault him because he's built up a fan base predominantly of people who may not believe in Christ. And to have that influence, who knows what he may say down the road in the, in the future. So I understand that people may give him criticism for that, but I think we ultimately have to not say, oh, we can't listen to his music. We can't listen to what he's saying because he's not in the Christian music industry. He doesn't associate with other Christian artists. Uh, uh, really? Because... What he's doing, he's he ultimately is evangelizing. He just may not be doing it as explicitly as we want him to. But ultimately, he's writing music about how God's intervening in his life, how God's helping him in his life, and he's writing about the real pain and struggle that he's dealing with. And just because he's not in the Christian music industry, just because he's not identifying with people that you like, you're not going to promote or listen to his music. I, I, I just think that's wrong because if we're going to do that, then we're going to be... be we're going to become a very exclusive and a very sectioned off community. And I think that's opposite of what the gospel says. I don't say, I'm not saying we should go around listening to just anybody and listening to whatever kind of music. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying we should just go promote every rapper who writes about crazy bad stuff. I'm not saying that. But just because they're not a part of the Christian music industry, which from what I've heard from people, is really not that dramatically much different than the secular music industry. I've heard I've I've heard of stories that there's really popular Christian artists that are really not that great of people. Sorry to burst your bubble, but a lot of them that you like, I'm not going to mention names just because I don't think that that's the place for this podcast, but I can guarantee you've listened to songs on the Christian music like on K-Love or on all those popular Christian music stations, radio stations, I guarantee you've listened to music and you've liked music from artists that were in the Christian music industry, but they are not Christians. I can promise you. I've heard the stories and I've heard interviews from some of those people who have left the Christian music industry and have explicitly stated things about their lives that go against Christian beliefs. So I'll just leave that there, that we can't leave this divide between us saying, that he's not working actively in the Christian music industry, therefore we're not going to listen to him, which is what I've heard some people say. And I just think that when we box ourselves in this little kingdom box and all of the little kingdom people, all of little Christian people, stay in this little box and we don't go outside it, that's opposite of what the kingdom was meant to be. That's opposite of what Jesus came to do. And so I think what's what's effective in advancing the kingdom? 
And I think if we can identify and build relationships with people who deal with issues like this, 60% of young people possibly, who deal with issues that are harming their mental state or a problem for them to deal with, if I can build a relationship or an establish a connection with someone like that just by being able to talk about a music artist that they like and connect can connect with, how much more effective am I going to be in ministry? And so that's my response, I guess, and I think that should be the two Christian responses, is that we can't avoid everything that may seem scary to us. We can't avoid talking about darkness just because we live in the light. Because ultimately, we do live in the light. We do have the hope of Jesus Christ in our lives. But ultimately, people live in darkness. And we have to be able to minister and relate with people who live in darkness. And ultimately, sometimes we will live in darkness as well. We'll be in a dark place. We'll be in a state where we're not who Christ made us to be. And that's okay, because that's ultimately what life looks like living on this earth. We're not in our perfect state. We live in a fallen world. We live in a place where depression is common. We live in a place where anxiety is common. We live in a place where hate is common. And so all of those things will somehow manage their way into our life, but we have to understand that the Christian, ultimate Christian responses is to live in the kingdom. And God's kingdom, when we submit to him and we live under Christ's lordship, Christ gives us hope and peace in our life because we realize our lives are a part of something so much bigger. Our lives are a part of a kingdom that grants us access to serving the king who ultimately will make all things right in the end. And so when people tell me about this guy named NF, and sometimes I'm quick to say, oh, I love that guy. And sometimes I just kind of want to see what people say. And I, I, sometimes I just ask them, hey, what are your opinions of him? you like his music some people i know who are christians just don't like his music they don't they don't have like they don't have disapproval of his actions they just don't like rap they don't like the sound of it that's fine a lot of them will say oh yeah he writes really good music i just i just i just don't like it and i'm not saying everybody has to go like his music because obviously that's not the case you don't have to like their music but i think if we automatically write them off just for those two issues that we talked about today i think it's doing a huge disservice to people especially the youth and the students of our society. Because, obviously, we can tell by his fan base, we can tell by the response to his music, it's really impactful for a lot of people. And I think that that is ultimately why we should encourage and support people who may be in those times to not just listen to his music, but try to identify with the change and the progression that we're beginning to see in his music. So, as I said earlier, really excited about the music that he's going to put out tonight. Super pumped that it's coming out. Um, I'm going to stay up and listen to it. Hope that um, it's going to be something really worthwhile. And I have no doubt that it's going to um, be a killer album and a killer track. So um, super excited for that tonight. Hope you enjoy this episode as we transition out to the outro. Um, just remember that don't write off anything just because it may be different. Um, that goes for a lot of different aspects of life. Just because it's different and against what your tradition may be doesn't necessarily mean it's bad. We're not talking about morality here. We're just talking about methodology, things of the current cultural situation. So don't write off things just because they may be different or because they may um, look like something from the outside. Take the time to investigate. Take the time to interact with people and really get to know certain situations, certain people before you make these judgments about them because 
in the end, they may be really good outlets, maybe really good bridges to building relationships and sharing the gospel. So that's all I have to say on that. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, don't forget to leave a rating, leave a review. That way we can continue to build a community of believers who show and display the attributes of Christ's radical nature and his radical kingdom. We want to be people who show his love, his peace, his joy, his grace, his kingdom. And by giving a rating and review, you help us reach more people for the kingdom of God. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode as we discussed NF and some of the attributes around him. And I hope that you have a blessed day wherever you may be. Remember that as we build the kingdom, we want to continue to grow and become more like Christ. So wherever you're at, peace.